Hello and welcome to episode 228 of the Nerd Travaganza podcast, a podcast without regrets. I'm Tom. I'm Brian. And I'm Cam. And in this episode, we'll be discussing nerdy missed opportunities or geeky things that maybe we came to later in life. First, though, I will remind our listeners that we'll regret it if you don't check us out on iTunes and give us all the accolades possible. Like you, we'll make you regret it somehow. So do that. With that reminder now out of the way, I guess we get into tonight's episode. And the way we traditionally do that is by visiting recent past that we never regret with our weekly geekly, geekly weekly update. Cam, why don't you kick off the festivities? Pretty tame week for me uh, this week. Just uh, actually had a lot of work to do. Um, so I was sort of stuck with that. Uh, shocker, me having work to do. But um, huh. I actually did get some of that done. Um, was able to make it to the Adventure Game Store, play some games over there. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this in my previous Geekly, but um, the uh, semester started back up at, at the mm-hmm. law, school, law school I teach at. So you know, been consumed with that and some other things. Um, I was able to get in some game time though and some uh, some fun time. I, I watched uh, Stranger Things, the yeah. Netflix show that everyone is all excited about. Uh, I liked it. Um, wouldn't say I loved it, or you know, I, I, I really enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. You know, um, <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I, I really like the D and D references, and you know some of the '80s references. But it was to me, it's like uh, it was too much of an amalgamation. You, you know what I mean? I don't know if you guys have ever been to, uh, uh, and I, I don't want to like you know if they're ever a sponsor, it sucks. But like, uh, I think it's called Blue Martini. Have you ever heard of that? That bar, the, yep. or that like string yep. of bars or whatever. Yep. The, pro- the problem I've always had with that place is that it tries to be everything in one. You know, it's like. In the back, they've got like the tiki area where like people can hang out. Then it tries to be like a blues club. It has like this, or you know, whatever that has like a stage where people perform. Then it tries to be a sports bar. It's got all these TVs. Then it tries to be a club. It's got like bottle service and like a, a dance floor. It's like everything you sort of well everything I you know everything you hate about every club like put into one. But even if you like clubs, it's like every single type of club or bar all mixed into one. Oh, and then it tries to be like a tapas restaurant with like the little food plates and stuff. You know, it's like pick one thing and go with it, you know? So sort of thing, same thing I had with Stranger Things. Mm. Really enjoyed the story, really enjoyed the characters, really enjoyed everything. But it's like, it seems like they tried to plug in a bunch of stuff just to, for nostalgia's sake, I guess, nostalgia's sake. Well, Cam, I got to say, they, they, did hit, they did strike one real chord with me. And I feel like I, I want to tell everybody this, but I feel like I'm just like trying to like, hop onto the bandwagon and be a poser. Like, yeah. but uh, the, the Demogorgon monster they refer to in the the first episode, like right. my very first exposure to D&D was with this kid, Neil, and he was like explaining how it works and this campaign his brother was on. And that was one of the first monsters I ever like was let in on. And at least as I remember it, in that childhood depiction, and I have not used the internet. It was like this weird monkey creature with like tentacle arms. Or yeah, yeah, it's like an eight-headed or something, several-headed monkey. Yeah, it's it wasn't yeah. the, what they showed. Yeah, some freaky-looking creature. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I yeah, but you know, they're trying to appeal to me. They're trying to appeal to everybody with any kind of like throwback nostalgia, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And the Demogorgon, I think, was like uh, brothers with Orcus, if I remember correctly. 
And like those monsters, like unless you're like level a million or twenty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're you're not gonna def- you're not gonna defeat yeah. them with, with a with a thirteen roll fireball, you know, yeah. or whatever, whatever it was that they, were, that they were trying to do. I mean, you can't even encounter them on the prime material plane, can you? <laughs> they're like ridiculously like crazy. Like they're, there's they're, they're you would have to have insane stats to even try to fuck with them. But um, but yeah, I mean, but it was cool though. I mean, look, anything that promotes D and D and role you know RPGs and games and that kind of stuff, I'm 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 fine with. Um, but like I said, I really liked it. Uh, but I, I sort of, I'm taking the Brian role in this one where, uh, it, there were a lot of things that sort of poked out sort of like that. And then even just like little things were like, uh, I, I forget exactly what happened and it's not a spoiler, but it, it, it was like a little joke that the kid made. He was like, yeah, his, his rank must, you know, he would have had to have a rank of 13 to do that or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> it's, it's stat you know, or, or like, you know, I just little things like that, that just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. You know, like, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. Um, let's see what else I, uh, oh, I, I finished the, um, the sixth and final Mistborn book. Um, it's, uh, I can't remember what it's calling it right now. I can't remember what it's called right now, but, uh, I just, I just read it now. It's like, it's like killing me. Um, the, uh, not shadows of self. It was the, uh, uh, not alloy of law the bands of mourning i'm sorry yeah so there was like there's the original trilogy which is like you know with kelsier and those guys and that's in the, the first three books and then the second three books take take uh take place like 100 years in the future from that first uh trilogy and so i finished the third of the second trilogy um and that was good and uh yeah that's it i'm just waiting for the second uh, Chuck Wendig book, uh, the Star Wars book to, to be available on, on overdrive. And then that'll be mm. my next, that'll be my next project. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Wait for the second Chuck Wendig appearance on our show. I cannot <laughs> yeah. believe that that guy has not come back on yet. I know he's all, he's Hollywood. <laughs> nice man. Sounds like a fun week. Brian, yeah. what about you? Uh, I, I think I just mentioned this a little while ago. I've actually been pretty sick, so I have not done much of anything. I uh, I actually laid in bed uh, binging an, uh, a television series, and I, I, I've... I don't know. I don't feel I've ever binged before. Like, I've never, like, just done nothing all day but catch up on a television show. So, um... That's I'm saving the title of that show for for the actual meat of the episode because it, it is one that I I probably should have seen 20 years ago or 10 years ago or whatever. Really, really, really good thing that I can't believe I missed. Um, and and been on the men for the last couple of days, so I I started painting, um, largely largely due to Tom's enthusiasm. Nice. Um. Started painting. Uh, I, I think his name's Diamondback or something like that for uh, Relic Knights. Uh, big robot with an axe. Sweet. Nice man. Hopefully, I have typed well. Uh, your gift that I brought you back from PAX along those lines may have to wait until uh, I come back from my next trip out to Seattle. But I do have a really cool <laughs> gift for you, Brian. Uh, Just uh, make sure you feed it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep it alive. Anything else? No, no, sadly. All right, that's fine. Six sucks. Glad, glad you're feeling better. Uh, let's see. My 
week has been kind of subdued as well. I have just been playing a little bit of... Well, I'm back in Florida for like a week that I'm going back out to Seattle. Crazy traveling. Um, Post-packs and so on. But uh, playing a little more Batman Arkham Knight. I think I'm getting pretty close to the end of that game. It's pretty good, actually. I'm enjoying it. More tank combat, which I still am not like <laughs> feeling in a Batman game for some reason. And, uh, oh... I ordered them while I was gone on your recommendation during our show, Cam, but they got here in my absence, and so they're nice. new to me. Nice. I uh, cracked open my Street by 50 uh, <laughs> Star Wars headsets, and uh, yeah, I, we got just the basic Rebel one and like the, um, I guess I guess it's the Empire one, the, the Dark Side one, whatever, and uh, my, let my lady have her pick. She chose the Rebel one, of course. Sweet. Yeah, which is fine, and... Uh, I told her that you got all of them, and that would probably be a good idea, and she didn't. <laughs> is that sale still on, or is that was that a temporary uh, thing? Uh, let me check. Uh, I think. Um, well, I, I hope it is because I uh, my brother came home, and well, he's I'm, I'm dog sitting for him, okay. and uh, he came to drop off his dog because he went on this whirlwind vacation, and he's like, "Oh, sweet man!" He's like, "I'm gonna take these Boba Fett ones." I was like, "Great, fine. Now I gotta buy another <laughs> pair." <laughs> Uh, they're pretty cool. They're uh, yeah. uh, the boxes they come that are actually really substantial. Like I, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like they're they're like good headphones. They're not like you know. Did you did you keep the boxes or did you toss them? No, I kept them. I, I I'm a pack rat. I keep. Everything. I I am too, and I hate to say it, those are going to have to be kept because they look great. Absolutely. My my companion doesn't like that idea either, but she'll come to see well, my way. It's easier in Florida when you have a little more room as opposed to out there. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, the deal is still going. Oh, nice. I might, yeah. have, to, I might have to complete the set. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually, yeah, I bought another pair too. I bought the uh, this what we the ones we got are the first edition. I got the second edition, the, tie, the, the tie fighter uh, edition, oh. um, and they're 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 like ten bucks more, but they're they're pretty they're they're even more substantial than the ones we have. Actually, you got to link me to those. I might have to yeah, have for to sure. make those happen too. Sure. I need uh, God knows I don't have enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Oh, well, and now, but see, the whole thing is now I feel like a dick because now the iPhone Seven is going to come out and I don't have any jacks. Oh, just switch to Android, man. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I should. I mean, Apple. At this point, Apple's like begging you to 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 abandon them. So I know. just just Seriously. give them what they what they seem to want. I, I linked it to you in the chat there. Cool. I I have not sold on. I was an early adopter of Bluetooth back when, like, it got it, it became reviled for being the stamp of like a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I loved it. It was like, oh, it was this wireless thing. But then, it, it as I started to read about it, like it, the amount of radiation it like emits into your ear and all this, I'm like, oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll go with wired. And, and now Apple's basically making you like have radiation to the head. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you already have radiation to the nuts while you carried around in your pocket, the phone in your pocket. Now you got right. radiation to your head too. Right between that, between that and the uh, the laptop, I, I, my children are going to come out really bizarrely shaped. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for the link, and that's my update. That's all I got, which, of course, brings us to the news extravaganza. I think we need music for that, by the way. I know. Bah, 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 bah. Right. Uh, absolutely. Um, do you guys do you think, uh, do you think you guys play League, League of Legends? I do not. Nope. Um, well, I guess you, us three are like the only three people that are not playing because it yep. apparently has 100 million active players per month. 
They just, yeah, that's how, that sounds about right. Yeah, they just crossed that threshold. Um, League and uh, Heroes of the Storm seem to be like the, the big, uh, a really big uh, things lately. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, everyone I know is either playing League or, 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 or HOTS. HOTS, yeah. 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 More power to them. Yeah. Have the time and the inclination. A game that I would play and that I am looking forward to playing is delayed Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Oh yeah. HD is delayed 2. until 8. yeah, 2.8 HD, 2.8 HD. Oh, which is a prequel to Kingdom Hearts 3 or something like that, right? Right, exactly. Uh, yes. Crazy. So that uh they're going to get my money but it won't be until 2017, I guess. Um did you guys know that South Park is 20 years old? I did. Yes. 20, 20 years old and still going strong. I remember when The Simpsons hit 20 and I was like, all right, yeah, that makes sense because I love The Simpsons, you know? And I, I love South Park too, but I'm surprised that a show that's – because, you know, The Simpsons is much more mainstream than, than South Park. Yes. Yep. And uh, I don't know, man. That's crazy that they, they, they made it 20 years. I actually um, – I think it was last year. I, I think I talked about it on the podcast. I did like a whole binge, like beginning to like year 19 of South Park. Yeah. And on, on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. It would, yeah. I did the same thing. And uh, yep. actually the episode is tonight as we're recording this. Wow. Is it? Yeah. I didn't even realize. How dare that. we yeah. be with South Park? I know. What's going on? I'm sure we're cutting into their, uh, <laughs> their, their, their ratings. I'm sure I'll check it out at Hulu though. So no biggie. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's see. Uh, um, Google is pretty um they're they're pretty confident that their uh their uh Android phones, their Nexus cannot be hacked. Um they've offered independent hackers uh uh two hundred thousand dollars the uh if they can uh if they can hack their Google Nexus six P or five X uh running Android seven. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. I, I have that so, very phone, so the Yeah, so yeah, if they can use it, if they if they have an email and a phone number, that, that's all they're allowed to have, and they and they can hack the phone, um, they will get two hundred thousand dollars. Wow, that's a nice yeah. prize. I mean, I guess that's a pretty cool way to like beta test your security software, right? I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's like because because you know, I mean, you could hire someone to come in, but you're only getting their perspective, right? But I mean, these kids out there that, I mean, they can fucking hack anything, you know. And so it's it's actually I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, incentivize them, sure. Yeah, and, and get them, you know, working for good, you know, because obviously they're going to learn from that and then, you know, fix the patches. But if I was a savvy hacker, I'd, I'd, I'd do it, but then I wouldn't tell them everything. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah, I hacked it like this, but then I'd, you know, the other three ways that I figured out how to get in, I wouldn't let them know. Yeah, I'd make 600,000 instead of three, you know. Yeah. This time, we know, well, nobody will ever hack it, but we're up in the ante to 500,000. Oh, okay, hey, look at that. I found something else. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Yep. So um, uh, this one I, I pulled up for Brian. Um, did you know, Brian, that there are now Nazi furries? Oh, God. The internet gutter just gets wider and wider. Um, so Nazi furries are obvious, are, are the, are not obvious, but are the recent craze in furrydom. And uh, yeah, they they are taking over Reddit and, and all the other, a lot of the other uh, social media sites. Uh, you know, I'm into a lot of weird shit, so I'm actually kind of okay with furries, but 
I mean, aside from the joke, like, oh, Nazis sure knew how to dress. I, I, I don't see how anybody can take pride in that identity. <laughs> like, that, that's a weird one to me, man. So what, you're like a raccoon or a panda bear, but you have like a Nazi armband on or something? Yeah, the, the, there's all these videos of them, like, you know, doing the, like, Heil Hitler sign and, like, front of, like, Nazi flags and stuff. And I, I think that's, like, their particular subset, or I don't even know what... I, I don't even know what they're like. I don't know your clan or I don't know what they call them. Their pack or whatever. Like you can be like a Nazi pack. That is wow. such a bizarre mashup. Again, no expert, but from what I know, like the animals don't generally get along. So maybe being Nazis is actually pretty accurate. <laughs> Sorry, what? There, there, there's like discord between the different animal tribes, Brian? Yeah, yeah. I don't think like you're really supposed to associate with raccoons if you're like a wolf. I mean, oh, please tell me that that's a real thing. I I need that to be <laughs> <laughs> niches within niches. Wow. I mean, look, I I get it. If you if you are like actually making those suits, and that's a pretty awesome like skill set to have. I guess you know what I mean. Like just like cosplay, like people that actually like make their own cosplay. I think is like. That's amazing. I mean, I couldn't do it, you know? Like, I buy my freaking onesies from Target, you know? But, like, if it's, like, something that you actually, like, use as a trade craft, then, hey, that's awesome. But I think most of these weirdos just buy them and go around trying to bang chicks that they think are hot underneath the suit, you know? Uh, I don't... I'm still really puzzled as to how you know what's underneath the suit or how, if you negotiate that in advance... Well, a lot of them are like sexy, you know, I've, some, some of them I've seen at the conventions, like they're not just like a full, and I don't know if that's like, you know, a faux pas in like furrydom, if it's not like a full. Yeah, but that's like what I, I wear to a con, not like, I mean. Yeah, no, no, but what I mean is like the sexy girls wear like, it might have like a furry head, but like, it's like the sexy you know, whatever, like it, it's not, it's, it's showing skin. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's like, like, it's like first, you know, right. It's yeah. It's like, they're wearing <laughs> like, like a bikini with like a couple little fur patches here and there, but with the head, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so you know, the, you get an idea that, that the body is attractive, but it could yeah. just be, it could still be a bag over the head scenario though. You don't yeah. know what's underneath. <laughs> yeah. It could be the, a bag over the head scenario. But, but, but I guess if you like, the, if you like the fur head, you don't care. But that's the thing. It's like it comes pre-bagged, right? I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to put the bag on. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess if you're attracted to like anthropomorphized animals, then that's kind of okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, whatever. I mean, teach their own, right? Um, and just to bring it full circle, it appears that Samsung, Tom, uh, is also contemplating removing their headphone jack. Oh, good. Good for um, them. So... I don't know, but I guess they're going to, they're going to like try to one up Apple and have like, instead of having to carry that like adapter, I guess you're going to have to have with the Apple phone. Uh, they're going to have like some, a proprietary port. Um, oh, that, that that's will, good. But like, why not just keep the fucking headphone uh, jack then? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't, I can't no. imagine that the space that that thing takes up in the phone is that much like prime real estate that they need, especially if you're going to replace it with a different port. Anyway, that, that's what they say. Like, is it's taking up, it's making the phone too thick. They want this paper thin phone. So uh, do either of you need a thinner phone? No, I'm good to go right now. Well, I don't I mean, need this thing. Is, phone. I mean, I even, with a, even with a case, yeah, this thing is like, I don't know. This is my OtterBox, and I bought it because I'm clumsy and drop shit. So it's it's thin in an OtterBox. When I take my phone out to clean, 
Like, I am uncomfortable with how frail it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't want a thinner phone. Yeah, I mean, no, like, the thing is, you can barely even, like, I mean, it's, look how, it's, like yeah. razor, it's like razor thin. And this is with a, with a case on it. Oh, by the way, check out this cool uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings uh, case I got. That's a sweet case. But, yeah, you know, I, I get what you're saying, Brian. I mean, they're already so thin. But, look, people want thinner, thinner, smaller, smaller. I mean, I guess eventually they're going to have to take stuff out, but. Who who wants this shit? I mean, I don't. Well, whatever. I don't. I don't care. They can. They could. I left the Apple camp a long time ago, and if Samsung's going to follow suit, there are plenty of other Android alternatives. I mean, I'll show the audience. If you, I'll, I'll show you guys too. This is my. For for the audio listeners, I'm holding my 6P up to the. Oh, nice. Uh, camera. You can't really see it because I have this hideous like plastic case over it. But when you take it out, this is a beautiful phone, and I'll show you real quick. Um, but I'm afraid to take it out of the case because it's so beautiful. I don't want to mess it up. But like this, this is the this is the hack. I invite anybody to hack my hacker-proof phone. Like that's the back of it. Sweet. It's like a really nice, really nice-looking phone, actually. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's thin enough, isn't it? I don't know. That's pretty damn thin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless they're gonna go to to the thing where it's like, it's just your watch, or it's like something that you even like. You know, I mean, I, I'm ready for if I mean, if we're gonna get to where it's so so small that you, I mean, especially at like six hundred, seven hundred dollars a pop, you know, it's gonna get to the point where it's so frail and so small that you can easily lose it or break it. Then fuck it, man, just keep it like a reasonable size, and then let's just wait till we get to the like, you know, wearables or integrated technology where it just goes in my head or something, you know? Right. That's the that, that's the next logical step. Wasn't it the five, the the iPhone five that was already so thin that it was bending in your pocket? Well, those were the, like the hipsters that were wearing like skinny jeans. But still, that says but, a lot. I mean, that's pretty reasonable wear. You know, that's not like, oh, it got crushed uh, in a construction site. Like, I mean, I yeah. don't like skinny jeans, but a lot of people do. No, but the problem is they wear their skinny jeans, so they can't put it in the front pocket. They have to put it in their back pocket, and then they're constantly sitting on it. Oh. So that's like, so it was bending to like the curve of their ass, basically. I actually didn't think it was the hip. That that's a little bit different. Yeah. No, no, that's, no. It's they, they have to put it in, sit on your phone. That's, yeah, you have to put it in your back pocket because the skinny jeans are so tight you can't put it in your front pocket. Do you guys remember like it's it's a weird sort of dated thing that kind of missed the boat on where technology was going? But do you remember in Zoolander way back in the day? Um, Zoolander <laughs> was that. <laughs> yeah, it was that movie starring. Um, What's that guy's name? The, Stiller, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, yeah, where he he and Owen Wilson are these like really empty headed supermodel guys and yeah, they have a flip phone that's so tiny you hold it between your index finger and your thumb and hold it up to your ear. Because remember the trend then was smaller and smaller and smaller phones. Um, yeah. I remember uh, I can't remember I, I wanna say ultraviolet, but I don't think it was ultraviolet. It was a movie with Mila Jovovich. It was one of those type movies futuristic whatever movies and she went and like went to like a vending machine and bought a phone and it like was just like a little piece of cardboard that she like i don't know like cordage like folded over do you guys remember what movie i'm talking about no. no it was like disposable or something or yeah it was like a little little teeny like like just like almost piece of paper that she folded over and it turned into a phone um god it wasn't ultraviolet because i think that was Charlize theron wasn't it couldn't tell yeah you. i think so it was a movie where she was like a female assassin type maybe eon flux Maybe, maybe, maybe on flux. Maybe one of the fifteen 
vampire movie she's been yeah. in. No, it wasn't the Umbrella Corp. It wasn't one of those movies. Oh no, Mila, I'm confusing her with the other girl that's in the other vampire, the Vampire versus Werewolf series. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Underworld. You're, you're thinking Under- of Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, I can't. I don't know how I could confuse those award-winning franchises. <laughs> Put those down as kind of guilty pleasures of mine, though. Yeah, the original Underworld wasn't so bad, but once mm. they started getting in like down the road, it was. I just remember, I think it was the original Underworld. Yeah, I think it was the original one where, they, like, the old vampire wakes up. They're, and they're, like, having, there's, like, this fight going on in his chambers, and they've already poured the blood on him, and they're waking him mm-hmm. up or whatever. And Cordelius or whatever his name is, he, he wakes up. And I just thought the voice was so funny because he was like, What's all this noise? Von Werewolf. Two Werewolf. What's all this racket? Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, just to follow up also, uh, Tom, um, the Demogorgon is the Prince of Demons, and it, it wasn't Orcus's brother. It's his chief rival and en- enemy, Orcus, uh, Prince of Demons, or whatever, Prince it's of Death. Um, and uh, the, uh, or Prince of Undeath, I'm sorry. I have this figure. I'm looking at his figure right now. Okay. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, and um, he is... A double-headed baboon that is uh, – I knew he was – I knew he had several uh, several heads, but I couldn't remember how many. Um, I'm just looking at his stats right now. He is – let's see. He's 18 feet tall. It's pretty big. Um, lizard-like body, covered in scales, two tentacles for arms, long, thick forked tail. Um, and his stats are 200 HP, minus 8 AC. He gets three attacks per turn. Nice. Uh, you require a plus two or better weapon to hit, and he has 95% magic resistance. Wow. Nice. So, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. The Good luck with your little mid-level guys and your, <laughs> yeah, fire, exactly. and your stupid fireball spell, which is going to bounce right off them. Yeah, plus my, uh, 95% resistance, that fireball is going to do jack shit. If it hits, it probably won't even do that much damage to him. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, just for just for nerd accuracy sake. Stupid show. <laughs> I like it, but yeah. No, it was a good show. Yeah. Cool. Any more news? We kinda kind of we're out of meandering. No, no, that's there. it. That's it. That's it. We're done. All right. Well you sort of got on the nostalgia topic there with that show, and that gets us to tonight's topic, which is one that Brian kind of came up with so brian if i'm describing it incorrectly do correct me but it's an idea we've been kicking around had kicking around for a while and it was about uh maybe things we missed out on back in the day or things that we came to later in life and then we're like man i wish i discovered this sooner brian you were mentioning the show you were binging on as an example would you like to make that the first example um Avatar of the Last Airbender? Oh. Did you guys ever see that? I never did. I yes. regret that. Dude, that shit was like amazing. That was really good. That's what I've heard. Which is why the t- the movie was so disappointing, I think. <clears throat> the I, last, I, last Airbender movie. Was it, was I it actually really <clears throat> like Ang Lee. So I, I watched that movie before I watched the, the series. Mm. And yeah, I, no love of the series could could make that any worse <laughs> who made the movie it was ang lee ang wasn't lee. it oh god he did the hulk yeah. that should that should he did you know, ice storm, crashing tiger hidden dragon he 
done some amazing films. Mm, Only he got hit in the head. Ones. <laughs> anyway, the the show is awesome, and you wish you had seen it sooner now, huh? It, you know, it's one of the things that I really, um, I, I really like to see in a cartoon because it it is not a cartoon. Like, it is not a, a, a wacky series of adventures, you know, like a, a guy with a big head hunting a rabbit or anything like that. It, it really is an animated television series with character development, you know, new discoveries like it, it's every bit as good as anything in prime time probably nice. probably tighter because i don't think it ever had that like well you got to stretch it out 30 seasons guys like no powering up for four episodes or doing like uh push-ups in a capsule while you're on your way to fight frieza none of that crap <laughs> yeah yeah it, it was not fill space it was it was really tell a story cool cool i'll have to check that out that is actually something i've talked about so that i regret i wish i i wish i'd caught that and that is on prime uh right now actually that's why I, where i watched it i'll have to make that happen and, and i'm not surprised like in the least like everybody i've ever spoken to has said that that was a brilliant cartoon series i i have no excuse. I have no idea why I never got around to watching it before. Like, yeah, I think just didn't. Sometimes when I hear people say stuff, it makes me, I don't know. Sometimes the hype makes me not want to watch something. Um, as bad as that is uh, bad habit, I guess bad, not habit. What's the word I'm looking for? Bad way to deal with things. That's sort of how I was with Stranger Things. Uh, at, first, at, at first, it was just a timing thing because I was out of the country and then I was at Gen Con or whatever. And when I was at Gen Con, my fiance companion watched it without me. So I was like, all right, well, oh. screw it. Then, I, then I'm not going to watch it. Forget <laughs> it. You know, then it was a principal thing, you know? But uh, I don't know. I was bored the other night and I was like, screw it. Let me just watch it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad I did. But it, again, like it's always like after the hype, it sort of falls flat. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so anyway, regardless of reasons, we may have missed a good show. Um, or I missed that one. So, Brian, you finally got around to watching it. Was the hype part of the reason you didn't watch it in the first place, or just, just something you didn't get to back yeah, in the day? Yeah, I, I think like I actually have to uh, own up to a, a little bit of prejudice here. Like Everybody said, oh, it's, it's American anime. Oh, okay. And I don't know, I just don't like that concept. Like I, I like you know, American animation, American storytelling. Like, I like that. And then I like, you know, Japanese storytelling, Japanese aesthetics. Like, I don't know. Like, I did not believe that the, the two worlds could mix as well. Well at all, actually. And, and certainly not as well as they did. Nice, man. So, a great discovery that you came to a bit later in life, and you're better for it. All right. So that's kind of an example, Cam. Uh, yeah. That's one, one direction you can go, and another direction is... Uh, yeah, I, that's a very positive direction. Yeah, so something maybe you discovered a little little later or that you maybe missed out on that you regretted. So you, you, get, the, you get the idea, go for it. No, I still, to this day, have not watched Titanic. 
Oh, I, and I never will discover it. Don't, don't, don't. Re- there's no regrets there. I, I'm, so, I'm so glad you haven't watched it. Because <laughs> by then it was so hyped up, I was like, forget this stupid movie. Uh, I, I have yes. a really great Titanic story, and it, it's it's picking on somebody. I I apologize for it, but I won't mention any names. I don't want to be mean spirited, but I did not like that movie, and I understand that every woman in the universe did, and. I was talking to somebody at work and this is like, this is years ago. And I mean, I, I, I spoiled the ending. <laughs> no, 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 come on. The thing no. is like, I, I, I really didn't think it was possible to spoil the ending of the Titanic. I, I kind of thought everybody knew everybody the ship went that. down. Somebody got right. mad at you because you, you said the ship sunk. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm totally serious. Don't ruin the ending. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> what? Wow. I mean, wow, wow, that's crazy. That's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is crazy. So, well, Titanic is a regret, Cam. It shouldn't be. No, no, no. My my regret is, and it actually wasn't even my fault. It was my parents' fault, and I will curse them to the day I die. Um, when I was a kid. Everyone had a light bright. All my freaking friends had the, the light bright. I was so jealous that I didn't have my own light bright. Right? Uh. <laughs> and so I asked like for like months and it was like the stupid, what's that Christmas story with the Red Rider BB gun? You know, yeah. Yeah. I asked like, you know, for months before Christmas, make sure I want a light bright. Come on, I'm being extra good. I really want a light bright. Santa has to bring me a light bright. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll talk to Santa. It's fine. You know, Santa knows that you want a light bright. Christmas comes, and don't you fucking know it? No fucking light bright. Oh, Santa, no. Like, I, I seriously, like, I, I, like, it was one of those moments when I was like, God damn it, man. Like, what, what's, what, what do I got to do here? You know, it's like <laughs> one of those things that really, like, I mean, I must have been like six. You know, I mean, I was a young kid, but like, you know, and I remember like getting pissed at my parents being like, where the fuck's the light bright? You know, like where, where is my goddamn light bright? And then I, and then I could tell that they were like upset because they had, they just forgot. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, you know, and then I felt, then they were like, well, you should be lucky that you got anything, you know? Cause then they like, you know, as soon as they like, what, you know, which is true. I should have been just happy that I got whatever I got. And then I felt like shit because then I felt like I ruined Christmas for them. And like, it was just, it was just a total like family fucking debacle or whatever. Oh my. And to this day, I still have never owned a light bright, but, you know. I mean, it was a pegboard thing with a light, right? I, actually, I take that back. Uh, when I was in law school, I remember we were sitting around, like, studying or whatever. And, like, I told that story to, to my little group, that which became, like, really close friends of mine, my, my study group. And I think my birthday one year or something, they got me a light bright. Uh, just, like, as, like, a joke gift, you know, or whatever. Uh, but uh, I don't know what the hell that is now. Like, <laughs> Brian, did you have a light bright? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I. You're you're probably the the first person I've ever known, Cam, to not have a light bright. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing the salt in the wound. <laughs> as I recall, as I recall, you you had these boards with little holes in them, and you would poke the little glowy pegs in them. But once you did that, then then though they were poked through, right? So you had were those like? No, no, it was interchangeable. You could like make yeah, it was a little like, cardboard sheet. It was like almost paint by number. Okay, but once you poked the thing through, that there was a hole in the board, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, was like, but you'd swap out the boards, right? So if you wanted to make the clown, you made the clown. But then, like, if you wanted to make the clown again, you could just put that sheet back in. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you wanted to freestyle it, which of course no kid ever did. Yeah, 
I, I was... Man, I don't even know what was so fun about the light bright. It was just mesmerizing because it was so bright. Like, it was so, so shiny. When you're a kid, you're just like, oh. Yeah, and you, like, turn the lights off, and it's like, psh, this big light. Yeah. The, yeah. Fucking A, man. I missed out on so much childhood fun. <laughs> so sorry, man. That is, a, <laughs> that is the epitome of a first-world problem. <laughs> it is, 100%. You know, forget all the other stuff my parents got me, you know. But, you know, I, 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 I've gotten over that. But I just remember it was, like, the tragedy of all tragedies at the time. <laughs> Nice. All right, I guess that brings it around to me. I'm so sorry to hear about your tragic uh, news. That was pretty bad. Yep. Oh. Oh. Sorry. A certain dog it yeah, feels the same pu- way. Pu- pu- problems. Hold on. Let me, let me. Sure. Cam is uh, seeing to it that his dog is removed. Uh, yeah. Yes, I uh, just sternly just reprimanded her. Mine was, mine was sorry to fire up uh, for a second there. I don't know if you heard it, so hopefully it. No, it's, it's funny. She doesn't say a damn word until I get on here and then it's like, right. Well, my, mine has become an active dreamer lately. And actually I'm looking over at him. He's like, he's like watching the door. He must hear a frog <laughs> jumping outside or something. God, he has these keen senses. You know how dogs are. Oh yes. Okay. Anyway, around to be a uh, thing that I regret. Don't you start dog. <laughs> I know, right? Getting this dog. No. A <laughs> thing that I regret is uh, back in – okay, so I'm pretty into wrestling now, and I was into wrestling like when I was a kid, and there was a period of time when I was – really just a huge period of time when I wasn't into it. And now I'm into it again. I got into it maybe five or six years ago again. But uh, the time when I should have been into it, there were a couple of periods of time. One, One – all in the 90s. First, I should have been around for the ECW stuff, which was this independent promotion that kind of really changed wrestling. And it was just insane. Like, thumbtack matches and barbed wire, just brutality. And, like, it was like Mad Max-style insanity. And I regret... I think I was in the military at the time, which wasn't really an excuse, but I was a little distracted. (laughs) So I, I regret having missed out on the ECW run. And then in WWE... I, well, let's see. I also missed out on the Attitude Era, which was, like, by all accounts, like, the highlight of, like, the WWE's run. And I miss out on the pinnacle of competition between when WWE had a credible threat in WCW, and they were, like, battling it out in what they called the Monday Night Wars, where they were, like, fighting each other for dominance. And, like, I don't know, I... I missed some like epic eras in wrestling and I kind of blame Brian, uh, the staff at Babbage's who would like, we used to mock the wrestling fans that would come in and ask for all the games and stuff. Cause that's what I should have been watching. And I was just like, ah, this is lame. These, these customers suck. Uh, there's, there's a few things that I, I personally enjoy, but like the, the fan base ruins it for me. Like, <laughs> like, I, I always go to this because I think a lot of people can relate to it. Marilyn Manson. Mm, mm. I like Marilyn Manson, but you cannot talk to anyone about Marilyn Manson. Yeah, the fans are assholes, right? Or super hyper opinionated assholes. Hyper opinionated, like it, it's it's just dangerous topic of conversation. It, it, it's it's like politics, religion, Marilyn. Like no. I'm, <laughs> Ooh, those those games were uh I don't know. I don't know. They were video games. The wrestling games, you mean? Yeah. Well, 
I don't think I ever even played many of the games. I think I was, but the, the fans, like, hmm, I want to say customers. Let me, let me put it more accurately. The shaved apes that would come loping into the store to pick them up would make anybody hate wrestling. Like, Brian, remember, hey, when's Roswell coming out? What? When's Roswell coming out? What are you saying? I don't know if this is still a thing, but, like, once upon a time, you, you we had, like, staff meetings about, like, this is what they say. <laughs> this is what they mean. Just just hand them this video game and take their money. And people would pronounce, it was, Raw, Raw is, war. is War. They'd walk up. Roswell? Roswell? Like, like New Mexico? Yeah, I had no clue. Area 51? What? Like, Roswell. Roswell? Yeah. Dude, I don't know what the fuck you want, man. I'm sorry. Like, look around. Maybe we have it. I... Yeah, that was the oh, that was a source of endless uh, confusion. And then every iteration of like the regular releases of the wrestling games was another big like flood of people. I just I don't know. Maybe I was elitist at the time, or maybe they we really didn't have shitty customers. But man, that was super off-putting. And there were a couple times, I never told you guys, but I would be flipping through the channels and I was catching some stuff on TV. And I'm like, man, this actually looks super interesting. But I, nope, I can't watch wrestling. I can't be part of these people's scene. Wrestling and NASCAR is, is kind of the same thing to me. Like, I, I enjoy it. I'll watch it, but I can never follow it. Like, I, I don't have any idea, like, who the popular guy is or anything like that. But if you put it on, I'll... How I'll have fun. If you watch wrestling for a week, you'll be into it. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's compelling stuff, man. They, not to get too too far into it, basically they've split into two different shows that are separate and competing, quote unquote, with totally different rosters, and they've actually, it's been pretty entertaining. So, I, I miss the crazy costumes and stuff, man. Like, they need to bring that era back. They're... They've got crazy gimmicks. I won't say the costumes go over the top, but there's definitely some pretty interesting... I watched a match the other night between these two, like, kind of, like, Jersey Shore, like, extreme stereotype guys. Uh, and a, a couple of Puerto Rican guys who, like, they weren't sure what... They had a hard time finding their gimmick. Um, but basically, it was like, come to Puerto Rico. And they're, they're called the Shining Stars, and they're, they call Puerto Rico the Shining Star of the Caribbean. They're always talking about Puerto Rico. Well... Before the before the match, they were backstage handing out like timeshare brochures, and then as they're walking their way out to the match, they're handing out timeshare. They're trying to sell a Puerto Rican timeshare to members of the audience. It's fucking hilarious, what? man. <laughs> like that, those kind of gimmicks are hilarious, and I think that they were like on steroids back in the era that I missed. So, um, anyway, that's my regret. That's my WWE regret. But I think I'm making up for it by watching it now. And, uh, that's mine. You guys want to do another round? Sure. All right. So Brian, back to you. Start go with ahead. Cam. I What's actually have to think. All right, Cam, go ahead. You kick it off. Uh, let's see. So something I regret not getting involved in as a kid. Is that the gist of it here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Other than my light bright. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I was pretty heavy into D&D, &D, um, but I would have been a lot more into it 
if that stupid like movie wouldn't have come out and like oh, the whole like scare of like whatever you know what I mean where like the mazes and monsters yeah the Bible thumpers Tom Hanks yeah where like the Bible thumpers were like you know oh it's oh, yeah. it's the devil and the devil's gonna take your kids over because my mother took that shit to heart oh yeah she like threw out all my shit and like wouldn't let me play like I had to do it in secret. Like it wasn't like this cool mom in Stranger Things that let her kid like you know chill in the basement with her with his friends and and do it all day. But like I, I had to do it in secret and like we had to do it at school and like it was just like, I totally feel the pain. I I told did I tell you about the crazy fundamentalist lady who came and took my stuff? No, no. We had this like crazy Christian fundamentalist neighbor, and my grandma at the time was pretty religious herself, which is how she knew her. It came in and saw me reading a choose your own adventure book with like a monster on the front. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you reading? And then, like, looked at the book and inspected it and was, like, mortified. Like, oh, like, full-on had the vapors. And then to my grandma, you you let him read such filth? And she and she's like, oh, he has all kinds of books like that. And then, yeah, she sees all my D&D stuff and uh, burned it. She took it. She, she wasn't enough to throw it away. You had to burn it, Cam. Wow. So you regret, you regret having, like, been subjected to that kind of stuff, basically? Well, that and like the fact that I probably would have been, I probably, I probably lost out on countless hours of play because I had to like sneak around and do it. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like I still did it and I still played a lot. Like, you know, whenever we'd have a sleepover at a cool friend's house or whatever, you know, cool, whose parents were cool or whatever, like would let us play, then we would do it. But like, you know, I could, could never host it at my house. Um, you know, certain of my other friends' parents were the same way. They wouldn't. They wouldn't allow it. It was just like, ugh. But what almost, could felt, you almost felt like you were almost felt like you were doing something wrong. You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But what what could you have done to to change that? Because like you you were in no way at fault, right? Right. Absolutely nothing. I mean, there was no way I was changing my mind. I mean, my mom still to this day thinks it's like you know the devil. So <sighs> you know, and my mom is a very smart, like very awesome person she just you know for whatever reason that just whoever did that like smear campaign really did a number on on you know like god-fearing people it was a lot of these it was a lot of these like these people with who who make dubious biblical claims to back up their 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 weird uh stances on things they just they get on these moral crusades because it gets them in the headlines right absolutely yes one of the reasons, I guess I'm blessed in a way, uh, one of the reasons I've always been into not just D&D, but like, you know, a lot of different role-playing systems is because one of my friend's mother was exactly like you're describing, and she, you're fighting demons and casting magic spells that <laughs> night in my house! And her, her, her kid, my friend, was just like, uh, is it all right if we call them superheroes and special powers instead? Yeah, that's fine. And we just we just played X Men and shit. Yeah, no. I remember. I, I knew this. I knew this kid actually. My God. And that was perfectly fine. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Take the demons out and call spells powers, and you're good. So we're fighting atheists, mom. Oh, okay. That's that, that's fine. <laughs> I guess. Dumb. Anyway, Cam, sorry you had to sneak around and hide your hide your gaming. That's uh, all right, man. <laughs> Brian, if you're not ready, I could go next. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. All right. I, for the dumbest reason ever, 
did not like a particular comic book character, when you when you hear who it is, you're going to be like, what? Just because I didn't like the way the word sounded, I didn't know what it was. I hated, would not give a chance, would not look at, didn't want to hear anything about Wolverine. Because, <laughs> what? Because kids went nuts about him, talked about him all the time, how awesome he was, he's the best hero ever, and I just hated his name, and I hated the hype, and for really no rational reason, I was like, I hate Wolverine, he's stupid. And I really had no clue about the character at all. Only in high school did I find out, like, oh, this is actually a badass character. What was I thinking? Yeah. But, I mean, except for Batman, he was my absolute favorite. Except oh, for, I, aside from Batman. He, he definitely is, like, in, I would say in my top... He's got that, like... It, yeah, he's indestructible, but he has that kind of, like, plausibility like that Batman has somehow, right? Mm-hmm. He's just, like, an average guy that has this power. Mm-hmm. Whereas Batman has no powers, but... I don't know. He, it, it, I think his plausibility does that seem like the right term? I think that's what I like about him, and that's probably what you also like about Batman too, right, Kim? Yeah, and plus a lot of his powers, well, his quote unquote powers, like the adamantium and stuff like that, were were like forced into him, yes. like at like you know great pain and like you know loss, you know loss of his memory, loss of his you know a lot of different shit. So you sort of like feel bad for it's not like Superman who's just like Boy Scout that you know is indestructible can do whatever he wants you know the, his his powers came at a, a great personal cost to him yeah and he only survived the procedures because he had that healing factor right right exactly yeah yeah, uh, yeah so I kind of regret uh, I don't know battling that bat- <laughs> battling that character in my mind for no good reason other than like just being a kid and like I don't want I don't like Wolverine everybody likes me dumb. Really stupid. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. All right, Brian, no more, no more stalling, man. You're up. Uh, this is going to be a little weird because I, I did get into it uh, a long time ago, but not not as early as I could have. I, I really regret like like not being in on the like the super early con scene. Like oh. like when they were when they were called like you know like trekkies what are they, they're trekkers now or how, yeah. how does it go uh, i don't say like the very first like star trek conventions so back in the day when they were like in a little hotel <laughs> side room or something yeah yeah i i remember seeing like a, con- a, a star trek convention in in probably like 84 85 it was at the uh the local library and I, you know, again, I, I guess I have to admit this prejudice. Like everybody around was like, hey, "Look at the dorks! Look at the <laughs> that guy's dressed up. He's got a butt on his head." <laughs> and I was like ten. I was impressionable, and I was just like, "Yeah, those guys are weird." And then I just avoided them for years. You avoided your people for years. Yeah, man. Like uh. <laughs> con- conventions were cool as shit back then. I bet, like. I, I, yeah. I totally missed out. Me too, man. I really wish I had. I really wish I'd gotten in on that nascent scene back in the day. Um, also, came to it later in life and still enjoyed it, but yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. I guess the the rent fest would have been the uh, the thing that we did that was closest back when we were young, right? I don't even think that was possible back then. I mean, that that was what the like the first one was in like ninety two. Well, yeah. Well, I, now I'm going back to just like when we were kind of young, but yeah, not kid yeah. young. Yeah. Wow. What about you, Cam? Were you a big, were you a big convention goer way back when they were like early, early? 
Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about it last week where, like, they, I mean, I used to go to, like, the Hollywood Mall and, like, they just would have those guys just set up with, like, folding tables in the middle of the mall, you know, where the kiosks are now. Like, they would just have those guys just chilling there with, like, their personal collections. That was, like, my favorite thing to do in life was to go there and dig through the collectibles, dig through the comics, dig through the, the baseball cards, football cards, whatever. That was my absolute favorite thing to do as a kid when, when we, like, on the weekends. There you go. There's I, your revenge for the light bright. Rub it yeah, in. Yeah. I remember like the day it changed. Uh, it, it was back to Babbage's actually. And that same Star Trek convention was like, you know, 15th anniversary or whatever. And they all poured out into the mall where I was working. And these dudes came in with, uh, you know, like full, it was new generation at the time new generation regalia and i like new generation you know i just wasn't into cosplaying or anything like that this dude like pulled up to buy a video game had you know the the belt and everything like that he whipped out his tricorder punched some shit into it and his phaser printed his check (laughs) (laughs) there you go good sir and i was just like fuck you guys are awesome that is really cool I thought you were going to tell me he walked up he's like, in my century, we've evolved past money. I will take the item. (laughs) Wow, that's cool, man. That was awesome. I feel like, I don't know about now, but early early Trekkies and Trek convention goers were like the most hardcore of the hardcore. I think that's what I, what I kind of don't, like as much about like newer conventions or whatever like you know i'm all for embracing new people or whatever but the fucking loonies are fun man like, <laughs> you get a bunch of them in a room you're gonna have a good time yeah yeah i, I couldn't agree more at a minimum an entertaining time uh people watching Anyway, I don't think I have a third one to be, but if any of you have one, you, you can uh, feel free. If not, we could we could call this an episode. I think we've kind of kind of covered the bases here and discussed it. This was this was a little bit of a personal episode. Our audience got to learn a little more about us, mm-hmm. which they may not want to have wanted to know. We've got plenty more to share. <laughs> <laughs> this will be like the narrowly missed being that episode in the future. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, uh, you guys want to call it an episode then? Sure. Yeah. It's an episode! All right. Cool. Uh, nice. Thank you. I see what you did there. Uh, I did, I did. And here's what else I'm going to do. I am going to remind our listeners not to live with the regret that will come from not checking us out weekly, either on iTunes Google Play Music, or if you prefer a streaming alternative, Stitcher. Like us on Facebook, add us to your Google Circle, join us on Twitter and Instagram, and join the Nerdstravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Head on over to nerdstravaganza.com and light up our website. Uh, We are really looking forward to your feedback on our new site and all of the bells and whistles we've installed for your viewing pleasure. Uh, Jump on over to YouTube and type in Nerdstravaganza into the handy dandy search bar and check out all of our video content. And send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and tell us how you are carpaying your DM. Nice. And with all that said, Brian, take us away. 
do you remember how creepy the the light bright clown was? It was super creepy, yeah. But yeah. I still wanted it. No, I don't. You know, it's, it's so weird. You don't. I don't think you realize how creepy clowns in general are until you're older. <laughs> that that was terrifying. Like I had to do the train over and over. Wasn't the light bright commercial kind of creepy too? Like light like, bright, light, light bright, bright. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I still remember the commercial. Just picture the clown stabbing you to that. <laughs> light bright, light bright. <laughs> yep. Uh, goodbye, everybody. All right, take care.